Drive gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup, oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top, bang, bang. the Tiger. This kind of sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. What we saw may have been resolved is not actually resolved, and it involves, once again, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Josh Phoenix, and today we are breaking down what has been just not even a day's worth, like a day's worth of content, just day's worth of news coming out. And this is going deeper into the Jordan Poole, Dream on Green situation. We're going to talk about how, how the bad blood is rising how their relationship is not fixable per Draymond Green, and we're going to be looking into the contract standoff or contract status between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Before we get into that, let's just jump in. Let's just plug in some social media usernames. Of course, you guys can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr for anyone that still uses it. Uh, Twitter.com slash CourtsideHeat, Instagram.com slash CourtsideHeatNBA, Facebook.com slash CourtsideHeat, and Tumblr.com slash CourtsideHeat. Remember, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and everywhere else you get your podcast from. So do not miss it. We are uploading Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday with the occasional emergency podcast episode if needed, like we did on that Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yes, was Wednesday about Draymond Green not being suspended and remaining a warrior. Go check out that 28-minute episode on our YouTube page or wherever you get the Courts Heat podcast. With that being said, let's jump right into today's episode. Today's episode, yes, today is not an emergency podcast. This is the regular podcast. However, I'm going to switch things up because that's how I roll. So, I want to know what to talk about today. I could have talked about LaMelo Ball. I could have talked about anything else, but because... There is so much more to dive in about Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, the worst. And there's the reason why he was not suspended. I will get to the truth on why he was not suspended. This is confirmed. This is real. I do not believe this is a myth or just some rumor. This appears to be legit. So I'm going to get with that. I should have let in with that because while we have the relationship side of the bad blood, and no love being lost. The real big deal is this. And it involves a suspension. So, I covered everything on Wednesday. I talked about Steve Kerr's, he's the Golden State Warriors head coach. I talked about Kerr's press conference, post-game press conference, after their preseason game against the Portland Trailblazers. Um, 
he took to the state, he took to the podium, whatever you want to call it, uh, to address Draymond Green. And that he was just going to be fined an undisclosed amount of money, uh, no suspension. He said that everything was going to get hashed out, that you're going to blow past their trust, will be regained, will be rebuilt. Um, right, all the standard stuff, just trying to reassure the fans that things are going to cool off, things are going to be good, that Jordan Poole and Draymond Green have met, and that they're going to be able to coexist. Well, things are getting a little heated. And so, what's going on now? Steve Kerr said they met, that he sat down. We were given the impression, we were led to believe that they were all kumbaya, that things were going to go a little bit smoother throughout the season. Welp, that is not the case. I'm going to talk about the relationship. I'm going to talk about how the feeling aspect is just collapsing the Warriors right now. So, Jordan Poole has reportedly not forgiven Draymond Green for going all Mike Tyson on his face. For, from where I was reading this at, from where I was getting all this news from, um, that is pretty much uh, the headline. Jordan Poole has reportedly not forgiven Draymond Green for going all Mike Tyson on his face. And it was an extreme haymaker that, per Stephen A. Smith, Jordan Poole was actually knocked out by Green's Haymaker. Should that really surprise anyone? No, because if you look at the video, he gets rocked back. And it appears that he gets up on his own. It appears that he gets help from teammates. I don't know, but he was rocked. He was shook. He was stunned. Whatever word you want to use, he was that. He was that stated being. But so Jordan Poole has reportedly not forgiven Draymond Green for just going all out on his face, for um, punching him in the face. And would, a, would anyone forgive a guy for punching him in the face? Who knows? I don't, I, I don't know, but certainly not Jordan Poole. And Green had this to say on his relationship with Jordan Poole. As far, uh, quote, as far as us moving forward, Jordan is a professional and I'm a professional. We have a job to do. We're ju we're going to do just that. End quote. <laughs> where do I go from here? Like, where do we begin with how big that is? So this is just a professional stand. This so this is just a professional relationship. This is just a business relationship. This is look. We're going to do our parts on the basketball court, but don't expect us to be buddy-buddy um, off the court in our free time. So there is no love lost. Whatever relationship they had in the beginning is now deteriorated. That is my personal inference. That is what I'm getting from. That's what I'm cobbling together. So Jordan Poole is still livid. Draymond Green's like, we're professionals. We're going to move on. But do not expect your relationship to be like we're best pals um, on and off the court. No, this is just going to be a working relationship. And, and that's bad. From a chemistry perspective, if you got animosity and you got a little hatred towards another teammate and y'all can't coexist, 
Do you know what it's going to do to the team? It's going to disrupt the chemistry. It's going to lead to communication errors. It's going to lead to a lot of problems that Golden State did not want to deal with. But again, Steve Kerr gave us the impression that, hey, these two guys, they talked it out. They're going to move forward. Leading us to an impression of, okay, they're going to coexist. They're going to re just rebuild, gain trust again, just try to bring back the relationship. Maybe it was just a really bad heated moment. No. Like, this is bad blood. Like, this is really, really bad. Now, when asked if he and Poole would be able to get back to how the relationship was before, Green said, quote, I'm not sure, but I don't think there's much relevancy there. Frankly, we both know how to play basketball, and that's the most important thing, end quote. Um, pretty much what I was already saying. So this is just a working relationship. And I wonder how Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, the coaching staff, Steve Kerr, Bob Myers, anyone and everyone involved within the organization is feeling about this right now. And there, I'm pretty sure locker rooms are the locker rooms being divided right now. I would love to know if Stephen Curry is going to be taking Draymond's side or Jordan Poole's side because, uh, sorry for the creaking, um, Jordan Poole, he's a newbie. He's a new guy. Now when it comes to, well, you can ask comparing it to Draymond Green and how long his tenure, active tenure has been with the Golden State Warriors. Well, it's been like eight, nine years, something like that. But Curry's ride and die with Green for all four of their championships. And um, real quick, uh, keep championships and suspension in mind. Uh, I'm going to cover that in a bit. But, so there's going to be a lot of discussion. There's a lot of internal discussion. So, Draymond, Poole, sat down. They're like, no, we're not going to be friends anymore. There is no more relationship besides a working relationship. We have to just accept that for the betterment of the team. And that's tough. Now, you know not every player is going to get along with every player. No teammate is going to, not everyone's going to like each other. They're going to respect each other, but it's not going to turn, not going to morph itself into a friendship, into a off-the-core, let's-go-do-something relationship. So, you have that. And you know that it's not going to get back to where it was. And who knows what that relationship was before? I love to know. It could have just been a, okay, we're friends, but still a working relationship. Now this could just be a full-blown working relationship with a lot of bad blood and hatred. That's how I'm looking at it. But if Stephen A. Smith is correct about Jordan Poole getting knocked out, and Jordan Poole is not forgiving him, and Green is just pretty much tiptoeing and just pretty much being blunt, and I know that's contradicting. I know that's being con uh, contradicting everything, but Green's pretty much saying, "Look, this about being professional. Look, we both know how to play basketball, so you can make the assumption that Green and Poole are just basketball players. That's that's just it. They're just basketball players when it comes to relationship status, right? But." It, 
if you really do consider everything, that is just going to lead to a lot of problems. It really is. And you do not want that. You do not want that if you're uh, Steve Kerr, if you're Stephen Curry, you're Bob Myers, everyone, everyone, anyone, everyone, uh, that's just not going to be good. And everyone knows that. But will they actually try to embrace that reality or try to curve that reality? Who knows? Are they going to try to fix it? I don't think you can, but maybe they'll try. So you got that aspect. Now, what's going on with contracts? So I'm actually going to let Draymond Green talk real quick from his press conference that was recorded on his future with the words. I find that very interesting. And then I'll let you guys know my thoughts afterwards. But it's like two minutes or something like that. So go ahead, take that all in, and I will uh, let you guys know. So, yeah, I'll be right back. Roll the clip. Coming up, obviously, with the unsettled contract situation. What are you? What is your general view of you know your future here, and, and do you feel like this incident may have impacted that at all? Uh, my general view of the future here is I'm here this year trying to win a championship. Uh, I have a contract that ranges through next year. Um, if I so choose to pick up that option, and that is my view of how it'll be here. Um, you know, we all have a goal to win a championship, and, and that is that. As far as what I think of a contract or an extension, we started the season, uh, or starting the season, we started camping, and I spoke on that at the very beginning and said, I don't think we'll do an extension. Uh, quite frankly, that doesn't mean that I won't be back here. I just don't think we'll do an extension this year. And so I said that at the beginning of the camp, that's not something that I'm going to talk about all year. We got a championship to win. I'm not one to let conversations about uh, my future or what I'm going to do next year or what someone else is going to do. I, I, I don't get off into that. I don't, uh, I don't like to let contract drama linger especially when it's you know when it's um when it's involving me you know quite frankly what other people do with their contracts or you know um if you're going if you're going to let a contract situation linger then you better be damn sure that you're willing to handle all the effects of a contract lingering um that it can have on the team. And quite frankly, everybody don't do that. Uh, you know, We've seen LeBron James have contract situations. We've seen Steph Curry have contract situations. Um, and they handle it, you know? And, and they handle it the way it's supposed to be handled. Can't say that for everyone. And so if you're gonna let a contract situation linger, you better be ready to deal with what comes with that every single day and the effects that it can have from, from a day-to-day -day situation. Sometimes it's good, sometimes. So that's what Draymond Green had to say about his contract status. So there appears to be optimism, or at least this neutrality of, look, I'm not worried about my contract extension. I'm okay not doing this year. I really don't want to do it this year. I want to come back, though, but I'm not going to worry about it right now. So there appears to be 
that fine line or that combination of neutrality and optimism of being back. But he, I, I also think, I think it was um, kind of interesting. I don't know if I'm reading too much into that when he was talking about the contract extensions. But he brought Bron James, brought Stephen Curry, about them doing it the right way. But then he said there are players out there that don't know how to do it the right way and that there will be effects for that. There will be consequences for that. And I think he was referencing referencing Jordan Poole. I think he was bringing him up, truthfully. Without a shadow down my mind, I think he was trying to take a mini shot at Jordan Poole and just say, look, there's some guys I can or some guys I can't. And he brought some from the Warriors, so it's not too far-fetched to say, well, he's also bringing up someone like Jordan Poole who plays for the Warriors uh, in a, an example of what not to do. And now those have those effects. But yeah, there, so his contract standoff or his contract relationships, his status is like neutrality and optimism combined. He's not ruling out the Warriors. He wants to be back. He just does not want to look to get an extension this year because next season he'll be um, on an expiring contract, which means he would more more be apt to sign a contract extension that season. But he said, as far as his future goes with the Warriors, he's just locked in right now to win our championship. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. That's his main goal. But he was blunt. He was to the point. Now, like most things, uh, Draymond Green is blunt, but this one was extra blunt. This one was just getting to the point, like no, like no extra wording, no, no nothing. It was just getting right to the point and just getting in, getting out. And those two minutes of twenty seconds, or however long it was, proved that. Draymond Green has high professionalism and that he's going to deal with that on his terms with the organization in private, not this season, but next season because his future with the Warriors is trying to win another championship this season. That's his team goal. Those are his aspirations, at least publicly. His desire is to win another championship. Those are his, that is his number one public desire. So in that two minute, 20 second, or whatever long, how long that clip was, those are the thoughts of Draymond Green. Again, I think he was taking a jab, taking a little dig at Jordan Poole. Obviously, I don't think he cares that much, but I was going to throw that anyways. I'll let you guys come up with your own conclusion on that point. But it's not the main point I was wanting to bring up. He just wants to win a championship with the Warriors this season. He doesn't want to deal with his contract this season. He wants to worry about that next season when it's an expiring contract and it's a little more urgent, it's a little more relevant, it's a little more up there. But I want to go over to Jordan Poole real quick because we got Draymond Green's take, personal take on his future with the Warriors. And you knew that was going to come up. You knew it was going to be standard questions or most asked questions of some shape, form, or fashion. But while we did not get a press conference, at least to my knowledge, 
Jordan Poole talking about his contract extension. Uh, Warriors Insider expects Jordan Poole to sign an extension within the next week. Yeah, so within the next week can be tomorrow, can be before season, when the season begins. But that's going to be very interesting. Like, Jordan Poole could be having a huge contract extension. Like, there is going to be something very interesting. And I'm trying to see what we... I'm trying to see. Yeah, like, there's rumors that... That pulls off or likely need to start like around four years, a hundred million. I can see that. So he's obviously making like 25, 30 million dollars a year easily, maybe even 35 million, but in between 25 and 30 million. I think the highest that they'll pay him is 30 million because then it could be like four years, 120, or five years, 120. And I can't do quick math to save my life, so if that's ever asked, if that's ever asked from me, or if that's like my life or death moment, I pretty much have death knocking on my doorstep because I can't do quick math to save my life. That'd be twenty-four million a year, so that would be in the ballpark. And why not tack on an extra year, tack on some extra money, a lot of money, um. So why not be making twenty four million dollars a year? Unless he's just bent, like just dying to get that twenty five million, thirty million, twenty. I don't know. I don't know if he wants like twenty four point nine nine. I don't know if he wants twenty five point zero one. I don't know how this dude wants to play, but it doesn't matter. All that matters is that Jordan Poole is expecting. Like we're expecting and this from Warriors Insider. To be signing a contract extension within the next week. And within the next week, that would be what? That would be, so today's the 14th, within the next week, that would be the 21st. So it could come right up to the start of the season, just trying to get that. And if he gets his contract extension, could that, could the Warriors be like, okay, if he gets the contract extension, can we just start pushing that past us? <laughs> Meaning maybe some of the problems is just how much money is making me. That's just ego saying that we could just try to curve that. I, I don't know. Like there's a lot of questions that could be asked. That can be asked. Right. So there's going to be some things where it's going to be. Okay. Um, can we eliminate this headache? We just pay them now. We don't dilly doubt with this anymore. Can we just sell this once and for all? We get him paid. He gets locked up. And we got him with Andrew Wiggins. But that's a whole nother store a whole nother conversation, a whole nother topic that I'll probably just do a solo episode video on for everyone on YouTube and all my podcast platforms. But yeah, so um Jordan Poole could be getting the bag very soon. Uh Jeremy Green wants to lead in our season and he doesn't really care. Uh, so so far we've covered that the relationship is deteriorating. Stephen A. Smith says, or could, sure. Pardon me. Per Stephen A., 
And Jordan Poole was actually knocked out by Jeremiah Green's sucker punch. Jordan Poole could be getting money. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there's just... Yeah, and Draymond Green's playing. I would love, like, like, I was wondering how Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly could coexist. I want to see how Draymond Green and Jordan Poole coexist. Because you have all that stuff circulating on the internet now about uh, Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook, just, or Russell Westbrook just being visibly upset and just not being a part of the pregame workout or just pregame warm-up or routine that the team had. He just didn't want to be a part of it. He was doing his own thing. It was even like when Patrick was trying to get a one. And when you know you have LeBron paying attention to not Westbrook, you know that's bad. Like, when LeBron is actually paying attention to Beverly, it's like, okay, you have to listen. Like, you just don't want to be that person who's like the only one who's just doing its own thing, just ignoring everyone. Who looks visibly upset, frustrated, and wants to be out of there. But I, but the two things we have to keep our eye on for the opening week and just for this entire season, depending on how far this actually goes, is Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, and their beef, and Russell Westbrook's and Patch Beverly's years worth of beef. And now they're on the same team. Like, there are going to be some heated moments. There's going to be a lot of footage. There's going to be a lot of rumors and reports. It is going to be amazing. I don't know if the Lakers are going to actually uh, trade Westbrook. I don't know who wants Westbrook. I wouldn't want to have Westbrook. Uh, but whatever. Some team are going to be knocking on their door. On LA's door. But, uh, trying not to pivot. But, those two matchups... And these are teammates, like teammate rivalries. Like, I should do an article just on that. It's, it, because it is true, this is teammate rivalries. And it's sad when you put it that way. Because there should never be that much hatred between teammates. And just frustration. And just trying, yeah, it's just anger. Like, nothing good's going to come out of this, but whatever. Now, for the moment we all have been waiting for. Here is the reason why Raymond Green was not suspended by the organization. Are you ready? I told you to remember championships. I told you you remember that, and I hope you did. The reason why Draymond Green wasn't suspended was due to the Warriors not wanting Green to miss Opening night where he can where he's gonna receive his fourth championship ring. I kid you not, straight face and all, no jokes here. They did not want to have to interfere with the ceremony. They wanted to have everything publicly viewed as kumbaya. Everyone's here. It's not awkward. The photos will be there for history to say. Oh, everything was good. Um, nothing out of the ordinary, win that ceremony. Like, that was their main factor, was this stupid ceremony. I shouldn't call it stupid, because it's a very cool ceremony. But, for what's going on right now, they rather brush under the rug an altercation, a serious crisis, per Steve Kerr, that happened within the organization, all for a ceremony. 
And that's pretty crazy when you break it down that way. Like, when you break it down that way, that's pretty sad. That's pretty shameful that you're just doing it for a ceremony. When you have real beef, real conflict, and their most, their biggest, biggest crisis in that organization. Just downright crazy. But it's to be expected. I didn't expect him to get suspended, to be honest. Was I hoping for him to get suspended? Yes. Did I say that he could get suspended? Yes. But deep down, I knew he wasn't going to get suspended. Let's be honest. I didn't think he was going to get suspended for one second. Like, deep down. Like, we all know. The Warriors were not going to make that call. Remember, we did that Bobby Portis and Draymond Green compare and contrast. One has more fame. One's more well-known. One's more integrated into the organization than what Bobby Portis and Chicago Bulls were and what the Golden State Warriors and Draymond Green was and still is. Right? So, that's the main reason. There's just, that's crazy. But I I am 100% confident. I'm 100% certain. And I have no source backing me up on this, but this is my theory. This is my prediction. That Draymond Green would have been suspended by the team for at least eight games if they did not win a championship. Let's say they did not make it to the finals. Or let's say they made it to the finals, but lost to the Celtics. Curry never got his fourth ring. And the team did not get another championship. He would have been suspended. I believe that because there was a conflict of interest for the Warriors and pertain to their reputation and how they're going to be viewed by the public uh, during ring ceremony and just for that special time being immortalized in the history books forever. They did not want to have a conflict of interest. They wanted everyone to be there. So it appeared normal. And yeah, whether that prediction, that theory is coherent enough to be plausible, who knows? I believe it's plausible enough. I believe that there's enough evidence to support that, right? If they did not win the championship, Draymond Green gets suspended at least eight games, like Bobby Portis. Um, but since they won the championship, they were not going to suspend them. That was just going to jeopardize them, and that was going to conflict them even more than what was already in a conflicting process and in everything else being involved in a conflicting situation. And I think we can all agree upon that. I think Warriors fans, non-Warriors fans, NBA fans, and everyone else around the league can agree of that outcome. One of those two outcomes could have happened. And since they won the championship, it was always going to be no suspension. We're fine. We're just going to carry on like nothing ever happened. Again, that's just my little prediction. That's just me talking it out. But I just find that very, very interesting. There's always two types of outcomes. There's always many. There's many different outcomes. There's many different possibilities that can happen in situations like these or situations that could result in a suspension or that could be a suspension worthy. But look, Draymond Green got lucky. He could have been suspended eight games. He wasn't. The team gave him a pass. It didn't go down the Chicago Bulls route. 
against Bobby Portis. That is just downright clear, and there's no arguing with that. Honestly, he was not suspended because the Warriors won the championship. If Boston won the championship, then Draymond would have been suspended because the Warriors personally, that franchise, would not have been conflicted. It would have been, okay, they didn't win a championship. Now they could just punish Draymond Green. It would not have confliction uh, of interest for the Warriors surrounding them and just giving them more hard time. They lay down the book, lay down the law, so to speak, on Draymond Green, give him his punishment, and they're fine. But now because they won the championship, it, it affects them. If he's not there, there's suspension, and it's just pretty much tarnishing and just ruining that ceremony and just making it look really, really bad for publicity's sake. Honestly, that's where I'm coming from. Is that plausible? Is that reality that could have happened? Yes and no. I want to test of that theory some more, but who actually knows? I just find it very interesting. And one last thing, guys, since we're rolling on with the theories and predictions and all of that good stuff, I just believe now even more than what I did in the beginning that Draymond Green is indeed going to go to the Lakers. Maybe via trade or maybe just playing out his entire contract um, and just um, playing out his contract, finish up his time tenure with the Warriors, and move on to the Lakers. Doesn't have to move out of Cali. You could stay, get to go, probably with LeBron, maybe AD still there, maybe Westbrook still there. I don't know, but you get to go over there and you get a command and you get to maybe be yourself. I don't know. But obviously something has gone wrong and this is now just affecting Draymond Green because he can't be the center there. He can't play the five. Maybe even the four. Now he's going to be up there in age, but he still has a lot of value. We're going to get to that in a little bit um, when... This thing spikes again or when it's our time to talk about it again. But I 100% he's going to be a Laker or he's going to leave the Warriors. If it continues to spike like this and, it, and more things are coming out to the public and it's resulting in more bad blood, it can't coexist anymore. There's just a lot of more intense heated moments and this tense rivalry, if you want to call it a rivalry, is now just turning to a, a, a war into hatred or whatever, I 100% believe he's going to be a Laker. I 100% believe it. I don't seem to Warriors want to put up with that. I don't seem to Warriors want to deal with that. And who would? No sane franchise wants to deal with that. The GM of the Warriors, coach of the Warriors, owner of the Warriors going to sit down. They're going to be like, look, this is not working out. This is going to cost us in the locker room, on the court, off the court, it's not working. We gotta move. Ship them off to the Lakers. Because here's the funny part. Could the Warriors trade for Russell Westbrook? Let's say, okay, um, it's not working anymore. Let's say it's not working anymore. What if the Warriors trade for Russell Westbrook 
or Patrick Beverly and they just give out Draymond Green. I'm just throwing random guys out, but towards like, you give us these piece or pieces, maybe with some draft capital, and we'll give you Draymond Green. Maybe not too much draft capital, maybe like a second round pick in a player, or two players, no draft pick, and just Draymond Green, and you do like a draft swap, a draft pick swap, I don't know. It just depends how uh, Draymond Green is viewed in the trade market. And how his value just goes up and down, or if it just stays constant. But it's just very all interesting. I have different theories. I have different predictions. Call what you will. Call what you want. I do not care. I believe things continue to go worse, and the public learns more about this. And it's just not healthy anymore. And it's just not right anymore. He's going to become a Laker, or he's at least going to be traded out of the bay. I honestly believe that from the bottom of my heart, I really do believe this is not going to work out. I don't want it to see it end like that, especially Draymond Green does all of this and then his emotions get the best of him and his attitude and his bulliness. And also with Jordan Poole, because Jordan Poole is not 100% innocent. He is not innocent. He, he also caused him to be, uh, quote-unquote, knocked out per Stephen A. He, he caused that. He shoved them. He pretty much ruined that friendship too. Like, neither guy is safe. Neither guy is um, off scot-free. No one's innocent in this entire process. So, with that being said, guys, I'm going to be logging off. Only a quick 35, 36, 37-minute uh podcast episode i just wanted to drill down one last time on the golden state Warriors, on draymond green on jordan Poole, and all the new information that has been flooding uh the gates of the internet and just things like that so yeah i really got nothing else i'm gonna stop talking about draymond green jordan Poole, and all these different instances and what can do, be linked to this through that and all of that crazy stuff Unless something develops, something new is starting to develop and it's like earth shattering or just even the tiniest thing. I'll include it to the next podcast. I will see you guys Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Remember, the podcast comes out Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday at 8 a.m. Arizona time. So be ready for that. Have our notifications on. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will be coming out with tons of more content. I have an NBA 2K update when it comes to the gaming side of Courtside Heat tomorrow morning. So do not miss that. Again, 8 a.m. You know where to find us. CourtsideHeat.com. Obviously, CourtsideHeat.substack.com. Uh, we're uploading more of their writing-based stuff, right, uh, for our members and for our non-members. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, it's all right there. Twitter.com slash Heat, Instagram.com slash NBA, Facebook.com slash Heat, and Tumblr.com slash Heat. YouTube channel will be down, uh, linked in the description below. Uh, Heat, space, court space, side space, heat. Just do it. Everything has to be space, so court space, side space, heat. Do not forget that. I'm just going to send you guys a link with it. And yeah. That will be that. And with all 
that being said and done, this was the final breakdown, hopefully for a little bit, unless something develops and it gets worse because it can't get any better. Trust me, it won't. I will do another episode on this. But yeah, this was just a quick video detailing um, the new details that came out, the new info that came out. So with all that being said, guys, I'm going to head on now. I'm going to stop this. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Y'all have a good day. Starting off the three-day uh, weekend because now everyone just considers Fridays to be a weekend or part of the weekend. Pretty much like that. Eve of the weekend before the weekend actually begins. Right? It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Trust me. Uh, but yeah. Peace out, y'all. I will see you Saturday morning at 8 a.m. You know where to find us. See y'all later.